Welcome to the MILF way. Mindful, intuitive lifestyle fitness. An all-encompassing wellness podcast featuring some of the most successful, influential parents and experts out there. I'm your host, Cherokee Luker, mother, model, fitness trainer, and wellness enthusiast. Join me as we dive into all things MILF. Let's talk about style for our little ones and how hard it is sometimes to find cute, affordable, and stylish pieces for our kids. Enter Club Enzo. Club Enzo is the perfect place to find all of the best sets and essentials for your little boy or girl. Curated with love from mother to son, the founder of Club Enzo was just on the podcast, and I highly recommend listening to Heather's episode if you haven't already. She created pieces that she felt were lacking in the market, and I remember seeing her and her son Enzo at the park and always wanting the outfits that Enzo was wearing for Hunter, and then, of course, come to find out it was her brand. So no wonder he looked so cute all the time. Go check it out for yourself, you guys, and make sure you do it before the holidays are over. I just purchased a bunch of cute sets for Hunter for Christmas, and I can't wait for him to rock them at the park and at school. So for 20% off, use code MILFBOD when you check out at shopclubenzo.com. That's code MILFBOD, M-I-L-F-B-O-D, at shopclubenzo.com. Hello, my MILF fam. Welcome back. It's been a minute. And first of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone for being so patient with me during this extremely busy and somewhat challenging time in my life due to some personal issues. Personal issues. January and February were some of my busiest months of my modeling career. And while I'm extremely thankful for all the opportunities and financial stability it brought, it also left me with very little time to focus on the podcast. So I apologize for that. It is so much work trying to juggle being a working mother, a good partner, not to mention cooking, cleaning, grocery shopping. The list goes on and on. Having to travel for work. I mean, this life ain't for the weak. And of course, being the best and most present mother takes precedent and priority over anything else. So I had to give myself a little break from podcasting to ensure that I didn't completely run myself into the ground. Podcasting in itself is a full-time job. And I had no idea how much actually goes into it before starting one. But of course, I quickly learned that I had to get really good at managing my time. Nevertheless, we are back in business, baby. And we're here with a fresh new amazing episode with my girl, Sierra Carter. Sierra is a mother, an actress, and a model. And just recently won the title of Best Actress for her performance in the film Exceptional Beings. Sierra's story is one of hard work, faith, perseverance, and trusting your intuition, which of course is so on brand for the show. I think you all are going to love Sierra's positive outlook on life, and she sets the perfect example of trusting that everything is going to work out for the best and pairing it with listening to your heart and gut, which will always get you to where you want to go and need to be in life. 
I had the best time chatting with Sierra and she just radiates love and warmth, which is also very fitting because her daughter's name is Love. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with the lovely Sierra Carter. Okay, my love, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. Of course. I knew that I wanted to have you on the moment I met you. We met not too long ago, actually. We were working for Skims. Yes. And you told me that you had a daughter. I do. Yeah. Is she six or seven now? She's six and she will be seven Monday. (gasps) Oh my gosh. February 19th, yes. Is that Aquarius or is it... Pisces. So you know what? Um, She's on the cusp. Okay. I look up her birthday and it says she's Aquarius all day. And then I'll look it up again. They're like, she's Pisces. But she's definitely on the cusp. And I can totally tell the difference when she's operating in Aquarius and when she's a Pisces. That's really interesting. Totally. So you're into that stuff. Like, do you believe that stuff? I'm so into it. But I'm not into it to, like, you know how when everyone look at their charts and yeah. they can tell, like, their rising sun, yeah. all that. Like, I don't know all of that. I just Same. know I'm a Pisces. Oh, you're a Pisces, too. I'm a Pisces, Oh, yes. girl. I don't know a lot about Pisces. What are Pisces like? I know a lot about Aquarius. Yes. But I don't know a lot about Pisces. You know what? What I can tell you, what I've experienced for myself and what I've observed with other Pisces is I do feel as though we're all very spiritual. Yeah. We're all very into spirituality, whether that being God or whether it being like vibes. Just believing in energy, like a higher power. Higher power, all of that. So I I can very much tell you that. And as far as like, you know how they're like, oh, we're such and such and we're fun and we're this, that. I just feel like I judge people off individuals. Like, you know, so as far as characteristics and things like that, like I really try not to go too far into, oh, Pisces, we're like this. But what I can stand by is I do feel like every Pisces that I've met and including myself, we're very spiritual. Yeah, that makes sense because it's a water sign. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, you guys go with the flow. You're very in tune with your emotions, I'm sure. It's so interesting to me. Like, I would love to have somebody on the show to, like, do a deep dive into astrology Ooh, and all of so that. Good. <laughs> but um, anyways, let's talk about you because we've worked together at yes. Skims. Yes. But as you know, it's, like, hectic back there. We're changing a million miles a minute, and then we always have to, like, rush out and get to our next job. So we haven't really had a chance to, like, sit down and talk with each other. So I would love to know your story and, like, how you started and how you've gotten to where you are today. Like, where did you grow up? What was your childhood like? So I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Born and raised I spent a lot of my childhood between Gary, Indiana, Nashville, and Alabama, which is where my grandparents' roots are, like, are from. Okay. So, mostly the South. I'm a Southern belle is what I like to say. But, yeah, some involvement and and some growing up up North. So, very grateful for that. I feel like it definitely molded me in certain ways where I'm just grateful to have both of those experiences. Absolutely. I feel like people from the South just have... I don't know. There's just something about you guys that there's a charm. That's why they say it's like there's a Southern charm. And I feel like you grow up on respect. Like manners are so important and just like traditions. Absolutely. 
Yeah, especially uh, when I talk to some of my girlfriends and they're always talking about dating and this and that. And I tell them I'm from Nashville and they're like, oh, my gosh, you're from the South. I have to get me a a guy from the South because he knows (laughs) chivalry isn't dead. And I'm like, it's true, though. It's so true. They're so gentlemen. Like that is absolutely what I noticed. And I didn't pay it a lot of attention when I was home and, you know, dating. Right. You kind of take it for granted. Yeah. You take it for granted. You're like, yes, you know. And, and then, then you, you come move out here. to a different place <laughs> and you're like, whoa, you know, your eyes are open. You're awake and you're like, OK, yeah. this is different. This is different. So, yeah, I always want to go back every chance I get. And it's yeah. grown so much. Every time I go home, I'm like, this is new. This is new, you know, and it's growing. And <laughs> whenever I go home, they're always like, you brought that California traffic here. And I'm like, oh, here you go. You know, but yeah, you know. <laughs> I know. I feel like it's just a very up and coming. It's like it is a, a major city that people are wanting to go to and experience. And, and they should. They absolutely yeah. should. And then when the show Nashville was there, it was just oh, like true. It just I'm sure put that it on the map. It. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a whole different beast at that point. But yeah. yeah, I'm very proud of it. So growing up, were you always really interested in acting and When did you start becoming interested in that stuff? Believe it or not, yes. I told my mom when I was five, five years old, that this is what I wanted to do. I told her that I wanted to sing and act is what I told her. Yeah. It wasn't until I was maybe seven when I started saying I wanted to model. Okay. So very much so at a young age, wanted to be in entertainment. Like I knew that for a fact. And, you know, the great thing about my mom is like from the beginning, she never steered away from that. She was very much egging me on, telling me to go for it and pushing me towards that. She said, I'll never forget. I know I'll never forget it. And I, I hold on to it in any and every interview that I go on or I always tell this story. You know, when I first told her, I said, Mom, you know, I want to be an actress. I want to be a model. Mm-hmm. She looked me dead in my face. And the way she looked at me, I thought she was going to tell me, girl, get a life. You yeah. know, it's like something else, you know. <laughs> she looked me dead in my face and she said, OK, you have just as much of a right as anyone else. So yes. if that's what you want to do, then do it. But I'm going to tell you this. Whatever it is you decide to do, I don't care if it's acting, modeling, a doctor, a teacher, whatever it is you decide to do, mm-hmm. be the best at that. Oh, and mama, I was like, Mama knows best. Oh, okay. She's like, But yeah, you have just as much of a right. So if you want to do it, do it. And I'm like, You're right. I'm going to do it, you know. Oh. And that just fueled me and just, you know, kept me going. I'm like, Well, she's behind me. If she's behind me, pfft, then you got it. I cannot be stopped, you know? So that was just, at an early age, my mentality and, like, you know, just wanting to do it. And I love that. Yeah, and so from that moment on, she was like, okay, so we'll get you training. We'll get you classes. And, you know, so I started out in Barbizon. What's Barbizon? Oh, really? I don't know what that is. Oh, my gosh. Barbizon, you guys. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) Barbizon is a modeling and acting school. Okay. That's so old school now that, you know, they took over the world back in the day. I mean, from New York to L.A. to Nashville, like all these cities. And it was a school that if you wanted to do it, that's the school you go to. That and I think it was John Contablanca or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I heard of that. Yep. Okay. But Barbizon was like... The the next one. Yeah. The next one. I mean, I think... 
Halle Berry, like a couple oh of other, gosh. like all these, like a lot of celebrities like went to the school to, okay. to be trained, you know? Yep. So my mom put me in the school and, wow. um, you know, that's how I learned how to walk and learned all the nuances of like doing my own makeup and modeling bags and portfolios and this and that. Wow. All this at like six, seven. Oh I was like the gosh. youngest one in my class. Everyone else was like so much older than me. They're like, what is this little girl doing in here? You that know? is amazing though. What an experience. It was. It was a great experience. So I did the classes and then for whatever reason, you know how like there's always someone saying something negative about yeah, different like the things. naysayers. Yeah. So it was more so like, oh, you're going to that school. Oh, did they do this and promise you that? But we took it as, oh, they're not supposed to get us jobs. They're supposed to train you so you can go out and get jobs. Exactly, so I never yeah. looked at it as, oh, they didn't fill up to their promise or expectations. I was like, I only went to be trained. Right. You, know? you put in the work so you can go get work. Yeah, exactly. And for other people's experience, they said that wasn't their experience. How long did you go to that school? Um, I want to say because I went twice. So the first time, I think it was like a year. Okay. Maybe yeah. a year and a half. And then I went again, I think I was maybe junior, senior year in high school. When I went the second time, you know, the relationships that you build while you're there was amazing. The teachers, I, bet. I got really yeah. close with them. And one of them took me under her wing and she had a, a school off on her own because I went there for modeling and she had a school off on her own for um, theater. Oh, cool. Which is how I started really getting into theater and I was like mm. oh my gosh like and like she was so sweet she took me on her wing and she said you know if you really want to take this serious and be an, an actor you need theater training first and not that you need it first it's just better for the actors to be trained in theater first yeah it makes sense it's yeah. like laying the foundation absolutely and yeah. I'm so glad she told me that I'm so glad she took me on her wing and taught me all these things because I mean I feel she was absolutely right because it's helped me even to this day I yeah. bet yeah Turner Fox production I'll never forget that oh <laughs> so she was kind of like your mentor in a way absolutely that's really cool so Throughout high school, were you participating in like doing theater and plays and things like that? Or were you kind of more just focused on modeling back then? Oh, my gosh. OK, so by the time I reached high school, obviously, like priorities and everything changed. So mm -hmm. I was more so really exploring myself. And I had this fashion and the style of, oh, I want to be girly, but I also want to be tomboyish, too. Yeah. So I picked up basketball. So I went, I was playing basketball for my high school team. I received a scholarship for basketball wow. to Columbia State. And it wasn't until after, I believe, like my first year in college, I was like, gosh, I didn't realize how much I was going to miss this, miss acting and, and modeling. Right. And I would literally, like after my basketball games, I would jump in my car and head to Nashville and do like modeling shows or yeah, like just be on the scene of, you know, what's going on with any fashion shows, anything going on. And so my coach found out and they were like, listen, <laughs> I understand that, you know, you have these other things that you're aspiring to be and want to do, mm -hmm. but you're here on full ride. Like, we need you focused on the game and on this and on that. And I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, that's a lot of pressure. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. But 
my heart is also there. And I'm like, I'm fulfilling my obligation here. Like, I'm going to practice. I'm doing the games. Like, you know, this and that. And, you know, basically it's just, I won't say control, but it was just them, you know, wanting to make sure that I was focused on what it is, the agenda they were pushing. And I get it. But I eventually had to say no to that and follow my heart, which was modeling and acting. That is so brave of you. So what was that like, like having to leave the team and everything? I missed it, of course. But I just I really just felt like, you know, that just wasn't where my heart was. Like at the end of the day, like I sat down and and I had to have a talk with myself. I'm like, okay, really look at this, see what all you have on the table. And Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful for Thank you, God, for all these options and decisions and blessings that you've blessed me with and talents and, you know. But really, in five, ten years, where do you see yourself? Like, I had to ask myself that. Do you see yourself playing basketball? Do you see yourself playing professional ball? Right. Do you see yourself in movies? Do you, like, where do you really see yourself yeah and that was it I was like that's what I saw when I was five that's what I see now wow and I said so I think I'm wasting my time that is crazy that you were able to do that at that age. That's really impressive. Because I feel like even for people, like even me now, I'm like, where do I see myself in five years? I don't know. But like, I mean, you don't know. And that's right. the beauty of it. I don't know if you're into like manifesting and all that Absolutely. stuff, right? But I mean, that's what that's about. It's like you have to picture something that you want, you know, whether if you know if it's going to come now or whatever. But that's the beauty of it. You don't know, but you're like, but I really don't see it. You know, I can't like. You can't picture it in your mind. Picture it in my mind. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't see myself doing that. Wow. So then (laughs) did you end up like leaving that college and going somewhere else? No, no. I left. I told my coach and them they were, you know, upset a little bit, but then, you know, sad, like all the emotions and Mm -hmm. You know, I was sad, too. But at the end of the day, I was like, I feel like I made the right decision. And it all comes from your gut at the end of the day. I'm like, my gut is telling me I should move on. Yeah. So I left and my mom was like, "Okay, so what are you going to do now? And I'm like, "Mm, uh, well, I said I was going to model and act. So I think I'm going to New York. And she was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. So I had friends in New York. I traveled to New York many a times. I even made trips to New York to visit different modeling agencies. So it wasn't like New York was like foreign to me, you know? Yeah. And so I told my mom and, you know, we got right on it. So told my friends I was coming and they were like, okay, so we'll help you, you know, like find a spot and this and that. Everyone was so great and helpful. And in between all of that, like I was studying like nursing and pharmacy and, and all of that. So I was like, OK, I can just get a job in a pharmacy. Yeah. And literally, like I applied for a few jobs and one of the pharmacies called me back and was like, yeah, you can start, you know, on this day. And I was like, perfect. I have seven hundred dollars. I'll just <laughs> pack my bags. I'll go and start the new job. And the seven hundred dollars will last me over until I get paid again. Perfect. OK, this is great. <laughs> I love it. So right before I get ready to move, Mm -hmm. I had a gut punch feeling that New York was not the right place for me. Mm, And when I say right before, I mean like 
maybe like a week or two before I was oh supposed to move. Like everything was in place. Everything was perfect. I had my job. I had a place to stay. I had my friends. Everyone were waiting. Yeah. And this was going to be it. I was going, you know, there to model mm-hmm. runway, like everything. And the last minute I was like, ooh, something's telling me I shouldn't go. Yeah. And... So I had to have another sit down with myself. I was like, you know, what is this that I'm feeling? Okay, so what am I going to New York for? Okay, I'm going to model. And I said, well, I don't just want to model. I want to model and act. Right. And I was like, I just feel like New York is big on modeling. Yep. And that was just me. Could have been totally wrong, you know, but that was just the vibe I was getting off every time I would go. And it's so funny. I'm telling the story and my cheeks are tightening up because it's the same feeling that I got when I was thinking about all of this because I was like literally sick to my stomach. I was like, I'm about to make this decision. And I I said, maybe California is better for me. I didn't know a thing about California. Never been, didn't know, didn't have anybody there, didn't know anyone. So I told my mom, I said, hey mom, um, I think I want to make a change to what I'm doing. She goes, what do you mean? I said, I don't think I want to go to New York anymore. And she goes, so what do you want to do? Stay here? And I was like, no, I want to go to California. (laughs) Your mom was probably having a heart attack. She was freaking out. She (laughs) says, what? She was like, what do you mean? I mean, you have a job waiting for you in New York in an apartment and we don't know anyone in California. What are are you going to do? And I'm like, I want to model and act, you know? And she's like, oh my God, okay. So... What what do we do? I was like, I guess find somewhere to stay in Cali. Yeah. And she was like, okay. <laughs> so we literally hop on the internet and mm-hmm. we're looking for places. And we found this family who said that I could stay with them. Oh, my gosh. I know. And I was like, okay, great. You know, mom was like, oh, my gosh, we don't know these people. You know, they, <laughs> yeah. So how old were you at this point? You were what, like 18 or 19? No, no, no. I was 20, 21. Okay. So get on the plane, I get to Cali. The people that I'm staying with were gracious enough to pick me up from the airport. I get in the car and we're driving. Mm-hmm. And we're driving and we're driving. And I'm like, where are we going? Yeah. We're driving so far out to where now all I'm seeing is like desert and rocks and mountains. And I'm from Tennessee. So I'm like, <laughs> Where are we going? There's like, oh, to our house. And I'm like, where is that? I thought you said you lived in L.A. They was like, yeah, L.A. County. And I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> I I really like we were driving so far out. I said and into the desert. I said, oh, my God, this is it. They're taking me into the You're desert and I'm about to die. <laughs> They're about to kill me. Oh, my God. And so I'm thinking of, like, a master plan. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to, like, jump out the car rolling. (laughs) Like, I don't know. You know, I'm freaking out, but I'm trying to stay cool. Eventually, I see subdivisions. I see homes. And we drive into the, the garage. And I'm like, okay, you know. And as soon as we walk in the house, I said, do you have a map? I need a map. I need something to show me where I am. Yeah. You know, and they're like, okay, you know. And the husband, he was, like, such a nerd. He actually had one, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And so he pulls it out on the table, and he's like, we're here. And I said, and where did I just come from? Like, show me. And he's like, we were here. So where was their house? Girl, Palmdale. Uh, Where's that? (laughs) 
It's past Santa Clarita. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So out there. Out there. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, so, woo, that is a drive. Okay. So I'm really going to have to figure this out because I didn't know I was that far out from everything. Right. So I save up enough money. I have my car shipped here. Mm-hmm. And before that, I was just taking the train all the way to like Burbank. Yep. And, you know, figuring it out as far as, like, who's holding auditions, where I can go, this sort of thing. Wow. Um, Until finally, like, I had my car shipped out here. And once that happened, I was just able to really, like, focus and make moves as far as, like, you know, auditions, managers, really trying to connect and, you know, move forward. Fast forward to maybe, like, a year later, I landed my first big contract which was with Pitbull Energy Drink. Oh, yeah. I was their spokesmodel. They signed me to a five-year deal. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's amazing. Literally, I traveled all around the world, different um, army bases, you know, on the drink, talking to people. And it changed my life because it, it gave me stability. Right. To where I could really, like, focus on what I was here to do. Especially in an industry that's so unpredictable. It's it's the Absolutely. fact that you got a five-year contract, oh that's God. like game changer. It was a game changer. Wow. It was a game changer. And from there on, and I was like, okay, being so young, receiving this contract was a blessing, but it's like, okay, now I really have to be smart with right. the next move, mm-hmm. you know? My mom and my grandmother, you know, they're praying women. So Mm -hmm. they're always praying over me and, you know, having God like, oh, please watch over her because she's crazy. You know, she doesn't care. But (laughs) and I I appreciate that so much because I feel like got me through a lot. But yeah, it was just really staying focused and saying, okay, I'm out here to do this. I can't mess this up. Right. So my next move has to be my best move, Mm -hmm. you know, basically. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It really changed my life, you know, where I was able to you know, really started taking lessons as far as acting. I've trained as far as um, my acting coaches with some of the most renowned acting coaches out here. What is an acting class like? I've always wanted to take one because I feel like people say that it's it's almost therapeutic in a way. And like, while it is probably super scary, especially to somebody who's never done it before, what is it like? Well, first of all, you have to go in understanding that you have to be vulnerable because it's going to show. Yeah. The camera doesn't lie. Right. You can't fake it. So you have to go in and just completely let your guard down and let everything down. So to a certain degree, you're absolutely right. It's therapeutic because you can't hide anything. Right. You know, and if you do, if you have a good acting coach, they're going to call you out on that shit. Yeah. They're like, that's scary. You gave me a two and I want you at a 10. Mm. And then you're like, okay, I got this. You're at a five. You're still not giving me a 10. You, I need to, and you know, and so they're constantly like pulling it out of you, basically telling you, let it go. Yeah. Would you ever get nervous? Well, in the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Because I will say this. When I took my theater classes and in, in coaching, mm-hmm. that helped a lot. I because bet, yeah. with theater, you know, you use all your limbs and you really have to express yourself and right. be big, you know? Yeah. So in order to, for the person in the back to see you, you can't be closed in. Right. You know, you have, you have to, have to really yeah. let it out um, and open the roof, as they would say. Mm. Um, but so when I 
did start uh, my training for television and for film, mm-hmm. a lot of my coaches would say, all right, take it down. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so big, you right. know? But they also said that was great because you have somewhere to go. It's right. like, okay, if you're all the way up here, then it's, it's easier to take to, you down exactly. than to try to pull it out and bring it out and bring it out layers, layers, layers. Right. But even then, like in the beginning, like, with any new thing, it's always scary, you know, because yeah. you never know. You're entering the unknown. But then that's also like for me, like exciting, <laughs> you know, exciting. a little bit, a little bit exciting. So but with my coaches, every last one of them that I've, I've trained with has have been amazing. And I've learned so many different techniques that I feel like as an actor that has helped me because I don't necessarily use the same technique with every role. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I like to play and and dib and dab and and all. What genre is your favorite to act? You know what? I messed up and said when I first started um, (laughs) one of my trainings with one of my coaches, he asked me that. He goes, what's your favorite genre? You know, and I said, oh, drama. And he goes, "Okay, great. You're going to do comedy. And I was pissed. <gasps> I was like, I don't want to do comedy. That's so I hard. don't like comedy. I said drama. He goes, I know, but we're going to make you even better. Because if you can do comedy, you can do it all. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Let me tell you, every single scene he gave me was comedy. And the <laughs> first five, I was like angry with him I, I, I mean he saw it and he just laughed and oh yeah you're gonna be my new subject <laughs> I'm like oh I was cringe yeah um but after a while like and he even coached me on a couple of films that I did I started to get it and I was like oh okay I was closed-minded he was like no you gotta be open yeah and so I started to get it and I could feel myself growing and I was like and now I love it. I love comedy. So Really? Oh, my gosh. I love it. That's so, so fun. So you asked me what's my favorite genre. All of them. Yeah, I know. I bet it's so hard to pick, especially because probably depending on your mood. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and not only even that, it's it really comes down to the character and the writing right. at the end of the day. Right. You get a good script and the character is like fleshed out and it's... It's meaty. It's good. Mm. It doesn't even matter what genre it is because you're just so like immersed in it. And yeah, yeah, so immersed into the into the script, into the character, and you're like, oh yeah, this. You know, you just start to get excited. So yeah, yeah it doesn't even matter. So you just recently won Best Actress for a film that you were in. I did. Well, congratulations. Thank That's you. Huge. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That is a huge accomplishment. <laughs> so like. What do you think got you to that place in your career? God and hard work. Yeah. I mean, constantly putting in the work, yep. constantly putting in the work. So Angelina Jolie, I remember, I love her. Mm-hmm. And um, she was doing this interview and, you know, she said that she's constantly always training and constantly always evolving with her craft. Mm-hmm. And people always think that she's crazy or that that's impossible because she's Angelina Jolie. It's like, girl, you know it. Girl, you are Angelina Jolie. Like, you know it all, you know? Right. And she was like, that's the thing. I don't want to ever think that I know it all. I don't want to ever think that I'm just the best and I'm just, that's it. 
Yeah, no, that's the key to life. It's the key to life. And I was like, girl, you just dropped some gems. Yes. So literally, and and I feel that way. I'm like, yes, I'm going to take that on into myself. I don't want to ever feel like, oh, I just, I got it. Right. You know, it's like, no, I'm constantly always perfecting growing. and tweaking and growing personally in my craft and everything and evolving, you yeah. know. So, yeah, hard like work, so constantly important. growing, constantly, you know, working and tweaking on your craft and just getting better every day. Yeah. What was the film called that you won Best Actress for? Exceptional Beings. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Exceptional Beings. I play the goddess Athena. Oh, and it's so critically acclaimed. It. You have to. It's on pretty much every platform. Yeah. But, but the one that I normally go on is Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Yeah. So when it first came out, a lot of the critics were taken back by because I'm a black female playing, playing Athena, Athena. Mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people without getting into the backstory of Athena were like, oh, my gosh, this is I can't, you know, watch this or I can't picture, you know, this. But then there was one critic who was like, you know, once you get past um, Sierra Carter, uh, black female playing Athena, like you really get immersed into the story and what she's saying and, and how she plays it. And she's excellent, you know, this and that. But if you go back and do your research on all of these gods and mm-hmm. goddesses, you'll realize that they're all... Recycled. They're all basically right. recycled from from all walks and genres of life. So there's an Athena in the African culture. There's an Athena, obviously, in the Greek culture. There's right. an Athena uh, in literally, like, all these different cultures. Yeah. But they're all named something different. Right. And that makes it's sense. It's just a different name, but they're all recycled. And so it's basically, it's no, it is the same God and goddesses. Right. They represent the same thing, just with a different name. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, people wanting to put a face or color on things is what everyone always gets so choked up on. And it's like, within life, like, you can't do that. People are people. Exactly. You have to really look at it as, you know, as an art. Like, As an art. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, if you can get past that and understand it could be anything. Right. You know, it could be anything. Because at the end of the day, it's you're really moving off the spirit of it. Exactly. Um, then anything's possible. Yeah. Do you? Would you say that that's your favorite role that you've ever played? Or do you have a favorite character that you've played? So in my early on before I even really started, before I even had my first role. I told myself, I said, okay, I want to play a god and I want to play a superhero. So you got the god part. Have you played a superhero? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. It's coming. Um, I feel like it's coming. I totally feel like it's coming. Because these things I said, like, back when I was, like, a kid, I said these things. And so when I had the opportunity to play Athena, I was like, oh, my God, I'm playing a god. Like That's... I said that. I That's said, amazing. Mom, I said that, right? And she was like, you said that, you know. And I don't even know where the hell that came from. You know, right? you say like, these things and you're just saying them like nonchalantly. You know, oh, yeah, right. I want to play God. I want to play superior. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then it happens and it's like, what? You that know? just speaks to how powerful your words are <laughs> and, and your mindset, too. Oh, my gosh. But words, too. But words, period. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so funny that you say that. My grandmother taught me that when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it until I moved out here, actually. 
that like how powerful your words are and you have to really be careful with what you say yeah. and be very specific because exactly. sometimes you get it and you're like, damn, I did say that, but I didn't say it like, <laughs> I should have said it like, yeah. Yeah. Said it a <laughs> yeah. So you it's absolutely true. get it, you know, and you have to be very careful with it because your words are power. And my absolutely. grandmother used to say it all the time. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, she's like, be careful what you say because you just might get it. And sometimes you want it, but maybe not in that way. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. But when I moved out here and I would be on the phone with, like, my mom and my grandmother all the time. And my grandmother, um, she would always say, oh, read this book. Or, you know, we would do, like, um, little book clubs together. Oh, read this cute. book. And I'm like, okay, I'll read it. And I'll call her. Hey, I read that. And, you know, what do you think? And I was thinking maybe it means, you know. Mm-hmm. So we would do little things like that. Oh. And she would always say, you know. Just speak it, speak it out, whatever it is that you want. Speak it, say it, you know, but make sure you're very specific with it, you know. And Yeah. I started so practicing powerful. that when I, like, moved here in Cali, yeah. you know. And I think it had a lot to, like, me just being on my own. Yeah, definitely. You know, didn't have any family here. Yeah, you were your own support me. system. Yeah. So you had it's to, really like, be strong. And not that. wanting to ask them for anything. I know, yeah. You know, um, and be a burden in any way because this was something I wanted to do. It like, I can't dream. drag them. In. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, help. You know, none of that. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, they were really, like. It sounds like you were raised by such amazing, strong women. Oh, my gosh, yes. So now I would love to talk a little bit about your daughter and, like, when she came into the picture, and especially now that you're a mother. Yes. And having been raised by such amazing women, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, so I want to talk to you about one of my new favorite wellness brands, and that is For Wellness. I have the pleasure of using two of their hero products, the Good Stuff and the Recovery Gummies, and now I'm hooked to both of them. Literally the day I ran out, I immediately went to the website and restocked using my own code. So the good stuff is a performance coffee supplement that helps you combat inflammation, feel calmer, and increase your energy at the same time. I actually notice a huge difference on the days that I take it versus the days that I don't. I feel so clear-headed, focused, and energized when I take it, and it's probably due to the fact that it contains five functional ingredients that include L-theanine, collagen, cinnamon, MCT, and Himalayan salt. And then the recovery gummies taste like actual candy, but give you the benefits of a high-performing athlete. They contain tart cherry extract that helps to reduce muscle soreness after a workout and provide you with sustained energy. I can't recommend these products enough, and with the holidays approaching and the new year just around the corner, For Wellness is the perfect place to shop for your loved ones or for yourself to help you feel your best going into the new year. So for 25% off your order, use code CHEROKEE in all caps, C-H-E-R-O-K-E-E, when you check out at forwellness.com. That's F-O-R w-e-l-l-n-e-s-s dot com for 25% off your order. Such a great deal, you guys. Do not miss out. So when did you get pregnant? How old were you? And how has your daughter changed your life and perspective on life? Absolutely. So I think I found out 
I was pregnant when I was almost 29. And <laughs> it was so funny because it took me a long time to say I wanted kids. At first, I was just like, I don't want kids. Yeah. But then as I started getting older, I was like, maybe I do want kids. Okay, maybe I just want one. Okay, I want one kid. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I was very specific then. It was, it's so crazy. That is. This is about to freak you out. Once I finally came to the conclusion, okay, I, I want a kid and I want one kid, I said, and I want to be a girl. And I want her to look like this and like that. I was literally just saying it like describing, describing her. her. Oh my God. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can see her. Oh, she's so cute. Uh, right. That's and I kind of left it alone. And over the years, over the years, I would say when someone asks, do you want kids? Like, you're getting older. Like, my grandfather at the time, he was so, um, <laughs> like, okay, you're 28, 20, you don't have any kids yet. And I'm They're just like, so oh, school. my gosh, what is wrong with you? You know, and the clock's ticking. I'm like, wow, okay, dude. That's such uh, their mentality, though, that generation. They're yes. like, you're almost 30 and you don't have a kid yet? Uh, like, they uh, think it's crazy. <laughs> So I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, okay, well, I do. I, I want a girl. I want a kid. So we'll see, you know. Yeah. And I swear, like, that it was the last time I went home around that age and he had, was on my neck about it, on my head about it. <laughs> I go back to Cali and then, bam, I'm pregnant. And I was like, oh, he jinxed me or something. <laughs> he did it. Or unless he knew and I didn't know or something, you know. Right. So I was traveling and I got really sick, mm -hmm. and I thought I had really bad food poisoning. Ooh, I was like, yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, I must ate something crazy at that airport or something. Yeah. You know, I was like thrown up. I was like sick, couldn't move. Oof. And <laughs> my dude was like, go to the doctor. And I'm like, it's just food poisoning. I'm just gonna get this out my system, and I'm fine. And then it was going on too long, and I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to the doctor. I go to the doctor, and. I was like, yeah. And I'm telling the doctor what's wrong with me. He's like, what's up, Sierra? I'm like, yeah, I got food poisoning, so I just need something. Like, I don't know what you can prescribe for that, but just give me something so I can get over this. And he's like, okay, all right, well, hold on. Let's run some tests. And, you know, I'm like, all right, but cool. It's just food poisoning. Mm. No big deal. So he comes back in. He goes, food poisoning, huh? I'm like, right? And then he goes, <laughs> no. And I'm like, what is it? And he goes, you're pregnant. And I go, <laughs> no, I'm not test me again and he's Why, like were you on what? birth control no i just didn't think i was pregnant yeah. and he was like okay i'll test you again but come back tomorrow and i was like okay cool so i come back the next day he tests me and he goes okay look what is it your egg levels mm -hmm. are going up and up and up okay you're pregnant and i was like <laughs> just in disbelief yeah i was like i was like and i looked at him again i was like I'm pregnant. Uh, really? He was like, yeah. I was like, wow. Huh. Okay. He goes, well, you know, you have options. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm not thinking anything crazy. I'm just can't believe I'm pregnant. And yeah. he's like, yeah. He goes, so I'm going to refer you to the gynecologist, you know, tell me all this stuff or whatever. And he's just laughing. He's like, you are a trip. And I'm like, okay, you know. <laughs> You're just so in shock. So in shock. So I get in the car and I said, okay, well, then I have to tell my mom. So I call my mom and she's like, what's up? And I was like, I have something to tell you. And she's like, what is it? And I was like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I whispered it on the phone. She was like, what? I was like, I'm pregnant. And she goes, oh, my God. Aww. And I was like, oh, 
for real? She was like, what do you mean? Yes, girl, that's so good. I was like, oh my gosh, yay. Oh, <laughs> Tears started coming. Yeah. So I go home and my dude walks through the door and I'm sitting on the couch and he's like, what's up? And I'm like, what's up? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. What's, how was your day? And I was like, pretty good. And then he's like, okay, you know, I said, I have something to tell you. And he's like, what? And I was like, I'm pregnant. And he said, oh, my gosh, come here, girl. Aww. And he gave me the biggest hug. How and, like, long had you guys been me- together? Like, seven years. Oh, like, okay. Like, we had been together for okay. I mean, So you were in it. Yeah, yeah, totally. He gave me the biggest hug and, like, swung me around. I was like, this is like some shit in the movies. Yeah. Oh, yay, you know. <laughs> right? go, go me, you know. Um, but, yes, I told him. And right after that, he just became in, like, protective mode. He was mm. like... I still wasn't feeling well, so... Yeah. And he was trying to make me eat, and he was like, you need to eat, you know? And <laughs> I was like, I cannot right now, you know? This yeah. girl... I didn't know it was a girl, but I figured. I was like, this girl's kicking my butt, you know? They say that it's harder with girls. I mean, I was like, oh, God. I couldn't hold anything down. He was Ooh. like... It was so cute, though. He was like, well, I mean, we just found out you're not eating, that can't be good for the baby. Oh, he was like all worried. You got to eat something. You know, <laughs> oh, that's like, cute. <laughs> I know. So yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know. Oh. But I mean, we got through, you know, the whole um, morning, sickness. morning sickness stage. And then after that, it was smooth sailing. It, oh. At that point, it was like, okay, what's the name and what's the gender for real? You know? Yeah. yeah tell us about how you guys landed on love for her name. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So... Once we found out it was a girl. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because he's, like, really in tuned with, like, me and spirituality and all that stuff, too. So he asked me, he says, what do you want it to be? And I said, a girl. Like mm-hmm. that. Just from me speaking that long time ago. And yeah. he goes, okay, well, then that's what it'll be. And I say, whoa, wait a minute. Why'd you say it so calm like that? He goes, because I, I feel women hold certain powers and majority of the time, whatever it is the woman wants for her, mm-hmm. that's what it will be. That if, man is if you smart. already know <laughs> he and knows. you feel that, then it's that's true. what it will be. And I was like, what? Okay. Well, yeah, girl. So fast forward to my tummy starting to get bigger and we're trying to figure out a name and Gosh, everything he was coming up with, I hated it. And I wanted it to be Jordan. Mm-hmm. And I love that name for a girl. I love it too. So pretty. You know, and I was watching this movie and this woman, her name was Jordan, and she was the bomb. Okay. Ooh. She had her stuff together. She was a boss. I was like, oh, if I have a daughter, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Period. That's her name. <laughs> So I told him that, and he was like, uh-uh, no, we ain't named her Jordan. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, well, what are we going to name her? So everything he was coming up with, I hated it, mm-hmm. hated it. And so finally, we um, one day we went out to eat, and he told me, I think I have the name. I think I have the perfect name. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> what is it? And he was like, no, 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 I'm not going to tell you right now because you're putting a lot of stuff on it. I'm like, what? (laughs) He was like, just, I'll tell you. And I'm like, okay. So we're having dinner and I'm like, all right, spill it. What is it? And he's like, no, I'm not going to tell you now. Too anxious. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this man. (laughs) So we go home and 
I'm ready to get in bed. And I said, are you going to tell me so I can go to sleep? He was like, no, but just know I think I have the perfect name. And I'm like, at this point, I'm over it. I'm like, all right, yeah. whatever. I was like, whatever it is, we ain't naming her that because yeah. I know it's stupid. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning and I don't say nothing about it. Mm. And I'm just like on the couch and watching TV. And he goes, okay, you ready to hear the name? And I'm looking at him like, yeah. And he was like, okay. He goes, but first, before I tell you the name, answer this for me. Answer this question for me. And I'm like, okay. He goes, what do you think of when you think of us? And I go, I don't know. Togetherness? Together? We together. <laughs> I love and it. he goes, uh, okay, uh, let's try again. And I'm like, yeah, because what? We going to name her? What we name? You know. I, like, I don't hear a name in there. He goes, okay, what do you think of when you think of family? And I go, mm, I don't know. Reunion, um, <laughs> sisters and brothers. Yeah. I don't know. Like, stop with all of this. Tell me. He goes, no, no, no. Hold on. Calm down. Calm down. I'm, I'm like, oh, my gosh. He says, I have one more for you. I'm like, okay. He says, what do you think of when you think of God? And I go, Alpha and the Omega? I don't know, <laughs> dude. What? And he goes, love. And I go, oh. hold on. Wait, hold on, hold on. And I say, love. Come here, love. Come here, honey bunny. Come here, love bug. And I say, oh, my God, I love it. I love it. And so that was the name, <laughs> Baby Love. I was like, Baby Love, oh, my God, that's her name. And I just, I fell in love with it. And, and that so was it. So good. I was like, that's that's her. I love that he, like, waited to tell <laughs> you and, and put so much into it. He did. He did. I was like, oh, my gosh, she couldn't have thought of a better name for her. I mean, and she is. She's so. Just pure love. Pure love Aww. and she loves everybody and she's one of those kids where she'll see a kid like sitting off by themselves or upset about something and she'll go over there hey what's wrong mm. hey buddy hey hey sister oh. are you okay we literally cannot walk down the street without her saying something to someone i'm like girl i just want to get to the store i just oh. want to get and she's <laughs> like hold on hey how you doing you know oh that's gosh. her personality and i've just learned to like that's it, love. Yeah. She's love. So wow. do your thing, girl. Oh, do your my thing. <laughs> so I sit there. The people are like, she's stopping. She's stopping other people and talking to them. They're like looking at me. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is her. This Let her do her thing, man. She got to oh. get it out of her system. Yeah. So does your man's family live here? You know what? I am from a family of all women. Mm. He is from a family of all men. Interesting. All of them. His mom. Mm. You know, and grandmother and everyone, you know, bless their hearts, they've passed on already before love was even born. So it's all men. So it's a different type of, you know. Yeah, it's a different (laughs) dynamic. Yeah, that's hard. Totally hard. But we make it work, you know, for the most part. Whenever they can, they show up for her. You know, it's really cute. It really is. Yeah, that's so special to get to see her, like, with all women and then with all men. Exactly. I'm sure it's fun to see. It's so funny to see. It really is. So being raised by the amazing women that you were raised by, like, what are some things that you're trying to instill in your daughter that you feel like maybe you've learned from your mom and your grandmother or just like you've learned in life? Like, what are some of the things that you want to teach your daughter? Mostly, I really want her to focus on 
loving everything about herself. Yeah. Everything about herself, whether she looking at it as imperfections or society is saying that's mm-hmm. not it. It's like, girl, love it. Because while they're saying that's not it, secretly, that's it. Yeah. You it, girl. Aww. So I want her to really embrace that as well as her really taking the time and figuring out what it is that she wants to do with her life and not in a sense of, oh, I have to make money or, oh, I have to right. um, I have to do this career. You're fine, baby girl. You're mm-hmm. fine. You're not going to have worries like that, like I did or like my mom did. You know, you're, you're going to be fine. So yeah. I really want you to focus more so on what it is that you truly love to do as opposed to, what you have to do right. or what you can do so that you can get over here to do this. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. You're you're good. You're set up. You're good. And I want you to focus on what you're passionate about because yeah. everything else is going to fall we'll in fall place. Will fall into place. Yeah. That's Absolutely. such a good way to raise your children, I feel like. I mean, just to be there to support them. Like, my parents always say, like, as long as you're happy, we're happy. So I feel like that's it's the that's the most important thing. It's so true. And it's funny now that I'm a mom, like I totally get that. Yeah, you know? It's exactly. like life's too short. It's too much going on mm-hmm. with with yourself. And then you have this human, this tiny human to also worry about. You're like, you know what? <laughs> We're gonna cut all of that. Yeah. Just be happy. Exactly. If you can do that. Everything was, is going to fall in place. Absolutely. Just be happy. So, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I want to meet her. Oh, girl, you have to. I know. I really do. I really want <laughs> I want to meet Hunter. You got to tell me about Hunter, girl. What is he up to? <laughs> I know. I feel like he's so mature. He loves, number one, he he gets along with girls much better than he does with boys. Like, okay. he gravitates a lot towards female energy. I don't know why. No, that's understandable. But, like, when we're at the park, especially older girls uh-huh. like he loves to be around you know they know he's cute exactly like, you know I'm a little cutie yep. <laughs> so he loves playing with older girls so I'm sure they would play so well oh my together. gosh and my yeah. daughter she's so ready to play like I she, bet oh she gosh. sounds like such like a little nurturer and she like is. she will take she's care so of her so sweet I, I and I'm not just saying that because I'm her mom but it's true yeah I believe you <laughs> okay let's jump into the acronym and get into some like wellness stuff what do you do to stay mindful Pray. I really feel like if God can keep my mind, <laughs> you yeah. know, then he will guide me and, and everything else will just fall in place. So I really take time to pray and meditate every single morning as soon as my feet hit the floor. Wow. And that keeps me, you know, centered, centered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and connected to the source. I really believe that. I think that's a very common thing with anybody who's successful in life. And I know that successful is just like a, it's a term that everybody can interpret differently. But I feel like that's the common thread that every successful person says is like, every morning I meditate or I pray or they have some sort of like spiritual practice that allows them to have faith in something bigger than themselves. And I think that that's so important to implement into your life. That's beautiful. How do you listen to your intuition? I know we touched on it already, but like on a day-to-day basis, are you doing things to kind of tap into your intuition? It, it kind of starts in the morning. You know, yeah. once I tap into that, I use that throughout my day, you right. know, and really look out for signs. Mm-hmm. But because I, I go into my day like 
with something purposeful, something that I'm looking forward to so that I can be mindful and be conscious like throughout my day. So once I'm done praying and meditating, I always say, I'm expecting a good day and I'm expecting something good today. I love that. So I'm expecting a great day and I'm expecting something good. So Mm. whatever that is, I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm expecting it. So I'm always looking out for it, you know, for signs or for a phone call or an email or just a smile, something good. Yeah. So that's kind of how I I tap into it and I stay mindful. And so I'm, I'm always searching. And the signs come in so many different ways. Like I remember one time I was I asked this question and. Something came on the radio. It was literally like a commercial. And it says, do this today. Like, And it said like a specific thing. And I was like, oh, I just, okay, I got you. I got you. I remember driving and I asked a specific question and I looked up on this billboard and it literally answered. gave me the answer to what I was looking for. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. You know, so I'm always like conscious, like, okay, I'm, I'm going to, I'm expecting it. So yeah. where am I going to get it? I don't know, but it's coming. So there's a thing that it's like scientifically proven. It's called your reticular activating system. So it's like if you pay attention to a certain thing, it's like say you're about to buy a new car and it's like a white whatever. Right. Jeep. Mm -hmm. And if you start paying attention, you You start noticing there's so many white Jeeps on the road. But like they've always been there. It's just because you you put your energy into it and your focus into it Mm -hmm. that you start noticing it. And That makes so much sense. And it seems like you've always kind of been this way since you were young. You've always been very mature and like in tune with your spirituality and in tune with your intuition, which is why you've been so successful and how you've gotten to where you are today. It's definitely gotten stronger over, you know, as as I'm getting older. And I think becoming a mother changes it. Changes everything. Yeah. What are some of your lifestyle non-negotiables? And this is like a very broad question, but this can be anything from like a book you're reading, your skincare routine, just things that you do on like a day-to-day basis that you feel like you can't live without. Oh, I have a lot of those. So um, I would love to get a massage like every day, but I at least make sure I get one at least once a month. Like that's a non-negotiable. I I always get a massage once a month. Do you like it like deep tissue or kind of? Nope. Oh, okay. Mm, It's so funny that you say that. I just got a massage last night. (laughs) There you go. She came to my house and that was the first one I got in a long time. A long time. So you're probably a little sore. (laughs) Yeah. I actually told her to go a little bit more gentle, like more Swedish style because it was late. And I was like, I kind of just want to fall asleep during this. Okay. Okay. I always fall asleep. I get a two hour massage. Two hour. Once a month. And I love it. Yes. Where do you go? The place that I go to, um, they do house calls. Mm -hmm. Um, But some Sometimes, depending on my mood and my family, like, I'm like, no, I'm just going to go to the shop. Soigne is what it's called. Soigne. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I have a regular, you know, person that does it. They know me. They know, they know what I like. Body. Yeah. Yep. So sometimes they come to the house, but for the most part, I normally go to them just so I can have my quiet room that I always get. And that's one of my non-negotiables at least once a month. So I love that. No mm-hmm. one said that yet. No, that's 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 I, a good one. I have to. Yeah. <laughs> I get crazy though. Another one, I guess, just since this is so broad, mm-hmm. is I've learned over the last couple of years to let my no be no. Oh, so my that's non-negotiable so is like I don't need to explain. Yeah. If just, you ask me something, I say no. It means no. No. Yes. That, that is something that I have been practicing. And I feel like it gets 
easier as you get older, like Absolutely. we were just talking about. Like when you're younger, you just want to please everybody. You want to say yes because mm-hmm. you're afraid you might miss out on an opportunity. Exactly. You might disappoint somebody. But the older you get, the more you realize like your time is so precious. Hello. And so you got to say no sometimes. Yep. Yeah. And that's that. That's that's a really good one. <laughs> I love that. No one's ever said that either. That's that. I mean, let me see. I have a few more, but yeah, yeah for the else? most part. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sundays. Every Sunday is family time. Yes, I love That's that. That's non-negotiable. So I have a lot of friends for whatever reason. And they know they just want to hit me up and say, hey, Sunday we're doing this. I'm like, no, that's it's Sunday. It's family I, day. It's family day. And yeah. so I don't care if it's like literally. And if I have a job, like a movie or something, guess what? They're going with me. Because on Sunday, that's what we're doing. We're hanging oh. out. We're together. Every single Sunday. I don't play about that. That's such a good tradition. We try and practice that too. Like Sundays are designated to spending time with the family. Mm-hmm. It's just like a wholesome, loving Absolutely. day that we get to do things that just like bring out the love in our family. It's the best. What's your skincare routine and also what makeup are you using? Because your skin, girl, I cannot believe it. It's crazy. Oh, girl, you about to have me plug something real quick. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Ooh, what? <laughs> I got to get on it. Okay. So I... Love laser facials. Oh, I've never gotten one. You should get one. Okay. I mean, first of all, your skin is amazing. So, but that's what I do. I get laser facials. Okay. um, Maybe once, twice a month. Like nothing crazy. They have you put those cute little glasses Mm -hmm. on and then they just, you know, like click your face. It literally feels like, okay, did I even get a facial? Is there downtime? not like though. No, it's not. No, 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 no. Um, cause I can't do that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's too much. Um, yeah. You would think you'll walk out of there and, and be like, okay, they call that a facial and I didn't, nothing happened. Like they're not doing all this to your face and all that. They do put moisturizer on it after it's done, but it's like a laser facial. It takes like 10, 15 minutes. Oh. And literally you notice the, di- like your skin is glowing. Wow. Literally. Um, and so I've been doing that for years and I love it. So laser mm. facials and then also do my, you know, face scrubs mm-hmm. myself and drink a lot of water. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's key. Drink your water. Drink it's also water. probably genetics too. I think genetics has a lot to, <laughs> <laughs> to do with it. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. That too. My grandmother and my mom have beautiful skin. Yeah. Oh, the makeup. Yeah. So I am a brand ambassador for Absolute New York. Oh, okay. Absolute New York. Um, they have all types of foundations and skin complexion tones. Like, it's amazing. I love them. I've been an ambassador for them for like three years now. Okay, I got to try their stuff. Try them. Absolute New York. Use promo code LOVE10, mm, you know, okay. um, and get your discount. You know, they're amazing. I love them. And not just their foundations, like everything. Like okay. Cute blushes, lip colors, mm. um, lip liners. I love like all of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah I got to try that. Yeah. They're cute. There's so many brands. It so is. I get overwhelmed sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> I want to try this. I want to try. But like coming from you, I'm going to take it. Girl. <laughs> I love them. The F in the acronym stands for fitness. So I would love to know what you do for your fitness routine. Absolutely. So before my daughter, I literally just ran like every day, like five miles. Mm-hmm. I just ran. After my daughter, 
everything changed. Yeah. Everything changed. I know. I feel you. <laughs> Including the um, the workout routine. So I just do a lot of walking, incline yeah. walking. It's my um, favorite. I know. I love doing that. Um, light weights. Mm-hmm. And I love Pilates. Mm-hmm. It's the best. And sometimes I'll take a hot yoga class, but... I have to really feel like I need to detox to do that because when I go in there, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Oh, I know. Same. <laughs> so damn hot. I know. So I'm like, maybe here and there I'll do a hot yoga class. But for the most part, it's walking uh, incline and light weights. Mm-hmm. I always do my crunches. That's mm, like. Okay. So because my schedule is so busy, like yeah. during the week, I at least work out like three times a week for yep. sure. And it's so funny because before my daughter, I was working out every day. Same. Every single we just day. Had all the I'm time at the, in the gym. World. Yeah. It's like for hours. Just <laughs> hours. <in> the gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So um, yeah. that's definitely changed. But no, definitely at least three times a week. I feel like that's the perfect formula. Yeah. Because I want to stay lean, but I also want a little cut. Like, yeah. You, you want to stay toned yeah. and lean. That's been my formula since since my daughter. Like, after I had my daughter, I was so like, oh, my gosh, I need to get back to work. I need to, like, get this baby weight off of me. Yeah. And you know how the doctor always says, you got to wait, mm-hmm. like, Six before weeks. you start working out again. I was like, okay. But I'm like, I'm in really great shape. So I think that doesn't <laughs> apply to me. Girl, tell me why I waited, like, maybe, like, two and a half weeks. Uh-huh. And I went into the gym. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this in. Because at first, like, after the baby, I was just walking. Right. You know, and they were like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I need to get these crunches in because my stomach is like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So I get down on my mat, and I'm like, yeah, I'm about to do it. And I come up, and I say, oh, girl, I feel like everything was about to fall out. I was like. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just it's rolled crazy. over, and I went back home. I was like, oh, yep. maybe they were right. Yeah. <laughs> Our bodies are crazy. Like, we need we need so much time to heal. Yes. But it, it's it's hard, though. You know, you want to get back to work. And, of course, the industry that we're in, it, it has a lot to do with what we look like, which is unfortunate. But, I mean, it is what it is. You it know, is that's, what is, that's yeah. what we have to deal with. But, yeah. They definitely say it for a reason. <laughs> they, I learned that day. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. I was like, let me go home. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, my God. Did you nurse? I did, yeah, for oh. six months. Good. good yeah, good, did good. you too? I did, but I, I nursed for three years, girl. Oh, my gosh. How did you work? Just pump? That's the thing. I pumped, but she wouldn't drink the milk that mm. I pumped. She only wanted it from the source. So yeah. I wouldn't leave the house for that long of a time. Like, right. I would literally like do a job and get my butt back home because <laughs> like mm. my dude would try to feed her and he he's like, she's not taking this bottle. Like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, so she hasn't eaten all day. Oh, I you know. know. It's so stressful. It's so stressful. So yeah. Oh, three years. And finally Oof. I was like, I need my body back. And I felt so bad. I was like, I, I got to stop. Yeah. I mean, literally we're in the store and she's like, trying to and I'm like okay you're getting too big now <laughs> mm-hmm. I know but it was the hardest thing it was the hardest thing for both of us I believe yeah I'm sure it's so hard to kind of like put in words unless you've really experienced it for yourself nursing and every woman's journey is so different yeah. and experience is so different like mine was only six months yours was three years I can't even imagine that's so taxing on your oh my gosh, physical state, yes. your mental state, your emotional state. Like there's so much that goes into it that I feel like people don't really talk about it before you have a child. 
it's a lot they don't talk about. Yeah. That I realized. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing I felt like I heard a lot about was postpartum and mm-hmm. the delivery. Exactly. They yep. don't tell you what you feel while you're carrying that child and all your different changes and like, oh, this hurts. And what is that feeling? Like, no one talks about. They don't talk about the fact that you have to wear a that. diaper. Girl, After you give birth. Thing. Like, I, did, I had no, no idea. idea. I, I was, was like, what is this? Yeah. I was like, wait, I have to wear diapers? I thought that was only for my baby. Like, what's going on? No one tell you they come in your room every five seconds. They tell you get some rest and they're in your room every five seconds. No one tells you a lot of these things. First of all, the experience is, is just beautiful. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Same. But then I think maybe us women, we have to be just a tad bit insane to want to keep doing that. Oh, yeah. Because just, the experience is beautiful, but it's also crazy. It's, it's like it's wild. wild. It's like, whoa. Yeah. I also <laughs> forgot to ask you, like, you made your decision to only have one. Yes and no. Like You're you, open to it if you have another one? You know, I'm open to whatever God wants me to have. Yeah. I literally, I'm like, you know what? If if I get pregnant and God wants me to have another baby, then I'll have another baby. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. Um, but for the most part, at first it was like, you know. You were dead set I, on just one. Yeah, before I had her, it was, I was dead set on one. and But now that I've gone through it and the whole experience and then the pressures I feel of, oh, now she needs a sibling. And I know. What are you going to do? How dare you do that? To her? You know, like you hear all these things. I feel And I'm you. like, well, dang, who's going to carry it? Like no one's right? telling you that you go through a lot when you're doing that, you know? I know. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, but at the end of the day, it's it's beautiful. It's a gift. And I say, you know, I'm just going to give it up and, and be surrender. free and surrender. So yeah. if I if I happen to be pregnant next time you see me, then that's just what it is. <laughs> but if not, then that's what it is, too. You yeah. know, so, that's yeah. such a good mindset just open. to be in. Yeah, it's like whatever. I'm just going to yeah. let it flow. I know. I'm feeling the pressure from everybody on the outside saying like, oh, he needs a sibling oh, and I also know. kind of pressure for myself in a way because I know that he would love having a sibling and but then I'm like I gotta go through all that again and I don't know if I'm ready for that yet I know maybe in a couple years I'll feel more ready but right right now I just can't even imagine going through the the newborn (laughs) phase it's just a lot it is it's a lot but anyways love is very lucky to have you as her mama I'm lucky to have her yeah if you think about it, I mean, here I am going back in that. They're like this. Here goes the spiritual foo foo lady. Um, if, <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, like, you know how they say, like, they pick you. Exactly. So yes. it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, you picked me, girl. Like, I know. I'm it's, lucky to have you, girl. Because yeah. you, you're the bomb. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, one last question I ask everyone at the end of every episode is, if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what would you say to the younger version of yourself? Oh, that's a good one. Um, it would literally be don't have any fear. Don't mm. have any fear because it's it's all going to work out like it like. Do that's it. a good one that no one's ever said either. Because if I'm thinking of back like how I was like, girl, as a matter of fact, not only do it, do it sooner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that would absolutely be. That's like, such good advice for anyone at any stage in life, too. Like. Living in fear will destroy you. You know what? A wise man literally once said to me, and I'll never forget it, and it's so true. He said, you know, um, the very thing that you fear, that's what comes to visit you. 
Oh. The very thing that you fear and think of, that's what comes to visit you. Oh, it gave me chills. I know. And when he said it to me, it gave me chills. And I was like, oh, shoot. Okay, you're right. Just like we manifest all the good things in our life. Going back to that, exactly. You can manifest bad things, too. Oh, absolutely. So, like, if you're living in that fear and self-doubt. It's like, hello. And, of course, I've been a victim of it. So, it's like I can speak from experience because, yeah, like, we all we all experience that. So that's such a good one. Yeah. I love you so much. I love you. I'm so glad I'm, that we Thanks met. for having me, literally. I'm so happy we got to do this. I for know. Sure. Hold too. on, but before we go, because I feel like we're wrapping up. Yep. I brought this for you. What? You brought me a gift? I did. It's a bottle of mum champagne. Oh, shit. Okay. We should have opened that before <laughs> we started. No, this is for you. Take it home. Girl, and I just want to say congratulations on your podcast and everything. And I know you've been doing this for a while, but it's just a celebration of like you being a mom and continuing to go after what you're doing and, and you know, doing what's good for you as well as keeping the family together and holding it down. So, yeah, I'm just so happy for you and congratulations and keep Thank doing you. your thing. Thank you so much. <laughs> that means so much to me. For sure. To have this support and community is just, it's the best. It's unmatched. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Where can everyone find you and follow you and watch all the things that you've been in? Like drop all the things so people can Um, support you. So definitely follow me on my Instagram and uh, Facebook. Instagram is at Sierra Carter. Mm -hmm. Um, Sierra spelled with two R's. C-I-A-R-R-A Carter. Mm -hmm. Um, Same with my Facebook, Sierra Carter. You can go on Twitter too. I'm not really on Twitter like that anymore. Or what is it called? X? Yeah, X X anymore. Not like that. You know, and I'm, I'm the type of person where I always follow back. So yeah. follow me, I'll follow you back. You know, it's oh, all good. Yeah, yeah, it's all love, all community. I love building family relationships, like, you know, on those platforms because I just think it's important. You know, when you're on there and people are talking to you and responding and, and reaching out, it's like, you know, you took a moment out of your day, out of your time to re- say something to me, you know. Yeah. Or, and so the least I can do is say, what's up? Or, exactly. you know what? You know, whatever it is that you're asking. So I think that's really important, you know. I do too. That. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely follow me on those platforms. And as far as my films are concerned, I mean, they're everywhere. So you can see me on, I got. I Lots of LMN movies, right? Yes. Or, I, or Lifetime, yeah, too. Yeah, LMN, Lifetime, Tubi. Amazon. We're going all of them, y'all. You know, just look me up. Yeah. <laughs> or go on my uh, IMDb page. You can see all the films. Exactly. And then you can go on the different platforms to, you know, see what it is that you're into. But yeah. Well, thank God the strike is over. Thank God. Oof. And that was tough. Congratulations on winning Best Actress. Thank that is you. absolutely amazing. Thank you. And yeah, thanks so much <laughs> for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'd love to do this again. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to the show. I hope you gained some insight on how to practice becoming more mindful, learn the importance of listening to your intuition, gained some lifestyle takeaways and fitness tips. You can find me on Instagram at Cherokee Luker and the podcast at MILFBODPOD. So make sure you follow me to access exclusive content to help you become a better you, a better mother, and a better human. Talk to you guys next week about all things MILF.